am special guest Cinderella with nowhere to go. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host Dave, and as always, with me is Trevor. Ah, uh, Trevor, what's going on? Uh, I'd say. Not a lot, but uh, kind of a lot at the same time. How about you, Dave? It feels like a lot. I'm I'm calling in our first um first time ever potting from abroad, calling in from Toronto, Canada. It's quite uh, cosmopolitan of you. <laughs> it's about as cosmopolitan as they get uh, north of the border. Um, El Norte or Le Nord, as um <laughs> as the people in northern Vermont might call it. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh you seen any running happening up there no i got in i got in last night i'm here for work and i haven't i haven't gotten out much but i'm hoping to to actually do some running tomorrow morning okay so okay. yeah i don't know i haven't figured out where i should run yet i'm kind of in some kind of like strip mall highway land <laughs> outside the city <laughs> yeah hmm well, send me your location. I'll I'll see if I can find any uh, interesting trails for you. Perhaps you could uh, you could take a shot on the trails. Yeah, this might be a. I did bring running shoes, and this might be a great uh, thing to talk about next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Canadian, our first uh, foray into the the Canadian running scene. Yeah, see if I can meet some Canadian runners out there on the road, and and see if we can have some hilarious misunderstandings that we'll la laugh about for years to come. Because of yeah. our, our cultural differences. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, how, how are things back stateside? Stateside, it's it's good. I've had um, I've I've had sort of a a positive shift in my my training where I've just been uh, been really psyched about my running recently. It's it, it's not that I'm I'm running particularly like peak form. I'm not quite back there yet, but I think I've just been enjoying it a lot. I've been focusing on. Uh, having fun. I've been focusing on some vertical work and I'm just having a blast out there. So, uh, it's been a good, good week in running. You're in peak mental form, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Um, which is, you know, perhaps as important, maybe more, some might say. Um, I think it's the most important part. I think it's why, uh, you and I, and, and many in our listening audience, um, no matter which of our two main countries they're from, um, <laughs> Many of our listening audience, that's the most important thing and why they got into running in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really contending for the podium uh, in the upcoming race. Um, I was I was very proud. I don't think I've shared this, this story yet, uh, but I was very proud just to qualify for the race. Um, and I can maybe maybe share that story if you're interested. I would love to hear that. I think I think we all would. All right. So um I'd say sometime around sort of end of last year into beginning of this year, I, I decided I'd sort of try to plot out my my goals for the year that, you know, sort of settled on, you know, sort of the idea that I do one big event, which like sort of a solo event, which was the, the, the Prezi Traverse and then one race. And uh, the race I selected is the 25 mile Kilkenny Ridge race up in far north uh, New Hampshire. So um even north of the presidentials and um and anyway so like on their race website they have all these um all these sort of disclaimers about how you have to have done like a certain length race or you have to have like 
you, know, you basically have to to sort of like meet some um, criteria before they let you out there because it's pretty remote. It could be sort of unsafe if you're not prepared. So um, I prepared this whole like sort of like dossier of 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 accomplishments. A short <laughs> dossier is a strong <laughs> word. It's a short list of things I had done that are like similar. Um, having not done a, a, a trail race of this length before. And I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if, I wonder if I'm going to get in. And so I send this, you know, a couple paragraphs. I even put coach friend out there. I'm like, I've got, I've got this friend. He, he helps with my training. You know, he can vouch for me. He's done the 50 mile version a couple of times and kind of like went through all this justification. And then, uh, I get the res response back from, um, from Christina Fulsick, who's, who's a bit of a, um, she runs white mountain endurance with her husband and she's a bit of, you know, she's like very much in the heart of the scene. And she's like, you're in, you qualify. <laughs> she's like a one line. That's one amazing. Line, like you're, 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 you're qualified. I'm like, yes. <laughs> uh, and I told my friend about it and he's just like, he's like, yeah, he's like, they're basically just trying to make sure that like, you know, 5k, 10k, like speedy road runners don't just show up thinking it's like, you know, just like, you, you know, a 25 mile run. Cause it's, it's not the the distance, like, like the other stuff I like to do. It's more the, the elevation gain, the terrain, the, the remoteness, all that, that that's the factor. So um, anyway, I sort of like over, over explained my, uh, my qualifications unnecessarily, it seems. I love that. Yeah. It, it kind of sort of like you put like a, like applying to college basically. Um, yeah. It sounds yeah. like a college application. How would you compare the feeling of acceptance to the feeling you got when you were first accepted to college 23 years ago uh yeah i'd say it's it's a great it's a great uh analogy i'd say it was it was it was quite similar i was i was ecstatic um it was a uh, it was it was my biggest uh perhaps my biggest running accomplishment yet uh to qualify <laughs> for the race that's awesome it, it reminded me of my it gave me a flashback to to i remember the day i found out i got into college which was um, it was like, I would say December, uh, 1999. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I, it was actually a Saturday morning and we'd gone, I, I went out to track practice that morning and it was winter track. And since our school didn't have an indoor track, we had to go to another town to use their track. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember which one it was, but I think we were coming back from Danvers or Beverly, Massachusetts. And uh, the whole track team stopped at, at Red's in Salem, which is like a famous breakfast diner where mm -hmm. I don't know where I think maybe George Washington went, <laughs> maybe <laughs> some, some, he, he certainly might have. And, uh, and then on the way back from reds, I, I went and and did something which was new, which was checking your college acceptance on the internet. Wow. Okay. So you, I was going to say you didn't, yeah. you didn't have the large envelope experience. You actually checked online. Checked online. It was, yeah. And, and I got, I got the old acceptance and, and I got the same feeling. I think probably the identical feeling you just had. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. It's like, Hey, look at me. I'm going to Northern New England, <laughs> which is, which is where we went to college. I know I won't say the name cause then I'll just be giving myself more work to bleep out because any, any of our longtime listeners know I will bleep out information like that. Yeah. Before you made it to, to El Norte, proper you were just glad to be be given the green light to go north of massachusetts anywhere north was fine at the time <laughs> yeah i yeah. didn't know yeah i didn't know how north i'd eventually get but look at us now look at us now um <laughs> well that's great um so how's your running been 
Good. I mean, yeah, aside from um, not, I haven't run yet in Canada, but I did run yesterday before going to the airport. And that was fun. Okay. I, I did kind of like a fast, um, a fast 5K, I think. <laughs> I have no idea how fast I went, but I, 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 I ran hard uh, and it felt good. And then it's, I did. Just, I mean, it's, it's beautiful that when you say that it's, it's just literally true because for somebody, I th- I'd say this came up from one of our special guests that, you know, sort of joked, you can't have a, a running podcast without having a Strava account, which you yeah. proved, proved wrong, but you are probably the most serious runner without like not having done Strava and then gotten like jaded and, and quit or, or like, you know, sort of tempered it, but you just literally have never done, you've never nope. like tracked your running. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, if I'm in a race, they tell me <laughs> and yeah. I've run, I've run with people wearing, um, run watches like you and, yep. and like, and like our female gear shed tester who also wears one, she mm-hmm. has a, uh, she has a Garmin. I don't know what you have, but you have I just have an Apple watch. I'd like to get a proper running watch at some point, maybe, maybe future gear shed. Um, or maybe our listeners have some advice. I'd, yeah. I'd, look, I'd love, I'd love to hear from the female, our, uh, our, our field tester, um, love, love her experience with the Garmin. I, I'd also, yep. I'm interested in the Coros Apex is sort of a, uh, entry level price point, but it's supposed to be a pretty good watch, but I'm open to open to ideas. Yeah. Instagram seems to love pointing me towards that one, um, with their targeted mm-hmm. advertising. So that could be a good one. Um, but yeah, no, yesterday I just, I ran to the Hudson and then from there I ran up to up uh, in the Nord direction to city winery and then ran back, back home. Uh, on city, <laughs> city winery up, up, up Hudson Yards way. Uh, yeah. It's not quite that far. I think not it's quite like, that far. It's like 14th street. Um, okay. yeah, I did so run it by the, by the little Island. Yeah. Just past there. Yeah. Just north of the, I, love, <laughs> I love that. I love that little Island. You love the little Island. I do. Oh, oh good. I, I, well, I didn't, I didn't know about the little Island. So the little Island was a surprise when I discovered it on a run and nobody was there because it was quite early in the morning. So oh, I think nice. that it was a nice like happenstance moment to be like, Oh, this little Island's right here. Did you run um, out onto it? I did. Um, I also appreciated its accessibility. The whole thing is just a giant ramp, which, uh, which is oh, very cool. That's great. I've never gone, but so may, I do run by there a lot. So maybe next time, if it's quiet enough, I'll, um, I'll run up and kind of mosey around or, or just do some lateral, lateral just, stuff. Just do some moseying. It's a good place to mosey. I'd say I, I, I wouldn't want to be there with like a lot of people or I can understand it might be a, like a destination now that I, I sort of know what it is, but yeah, I was gonna say my main, my main experience with it is like when I'm getting to that part of my run and usually actually I run much farther, but I, I run by there all the time. And usually it's, it's, it, there's tourists who are crossing to get to the island from the street <laughs> and I, and they're not aware that they're, despite the fact that there's lots of runners, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's the places all runners, but they're just, they don't know. They can't, they're not seeing them. Apparently it's like, uh, you know, like, I don't know. I can, like, I can see that. I can definitely see that. I will, I will, however, despite my love of little Island, uh, cast plenty of irreverence towards both Hudson Yards and that abomination of a sculpture up there, whatever that thing is called, the suicide uh, machine. <laughs> the suicide machine. That's what I, that's what I call it. Uh, they had to, they don't let people on it anymore because too many people were jumping off of it. Yeah, yeah. Louis metal metal machine death <laughs> metal trap. Yeah, metal metal machine attraction. Uh, for yeah, yeah. Keep, yeah. Keep, keep the tourists safe. Send them to Little Island. Yeah. Uh, 
I, and then on Saturday, I did a great run, which was I had kind of, I guess I'd say on my training calendar, um, which I is a very loose term for me deciding <laughs> on certain days I need a long run if I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to run another marathon this fall. Uh, I decided, yeah. I decided to do a 12 mile run, um, which, which I did and it was great, but problem was Saturday got pretty hot <laughs> and I, uh, I like just was not in a rush to get going and I should have like probably left early, but I was just like laying around on my couch, drinking coffee, <laughs> watching, watching the English premier league on TV. <laughs> yep. And uh, before I knew it, it was like afternoon and I had 12 miles to run in like the, the mid eighties. Um, which I did, but like, it was, it was so hot. I, I definitely almost, um, almost passed out at the end. I think, I think that is one thing as, you know, I, I'm, I always sort of like begin to mourn the loss of summer a little bit as it winds down. Like summer's, summer's pretty nice in a lot of ways, not my favorite season, but it's still something about like seeing it sort of pass. I guess it's it's a little bit quieter at work and you can kind of, you know, get, get some sort of quality breaks and all that. Good vacation season when you have kids sure. and and that and the like. But um, but yeah, it's been it's been hot and muggy. Um, I think we've complained about that on previous episodes. And and it's also just rained so much that a lot of the trails I run are are like permanently wet. Um like there's just standing puddles and it's, you know, it's fine. I don't mind. But if I go out with my running partner, Lenny, uh, the dog, he will, he will often get so muddy that like before I can do anything else post run, I have to like sort of hose him down and, and, you know, it's just an extra step that's not appreciated. Yeah. That's not um, a necessary part of running is hosing yeah. down your partner. <laughs> right. I don't think you've had that. I mean, I maybe, but. Oh, I anyway, so, so no, it's, 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 I guess it's all to say I'm excited about some cooler weather and, and even if I'm not running peak, if the data shows I'm not at, at peak form, I, I will say I am soaking wet with sweat by the time <laughs> I get back from most, from most runs, which I is was, a good, is a good gauge. I was mind-blowingly sweaty after the 12 mile in like the 85 degree afternoon, uh, run, um, but yeah, no, summer, not great. It's my third favorite season. Okay. I've ranked them before, so. What's your, is your least spring? That's my favorite season. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I go in order of best to worst. I go uh, spring, winter, summer, fall. Okay. I, um. Spring is a time of rebirth. I like, um, I like the seasons when uh, every day is longer than the one before. That's my favorite. Yeah, day. that's, that's, that's a good point. Um. I don't, I, I, I don't love fall, but, but sometimes I do, there's whatever some, that means. Yeah. There's some good fashion associated with fall. Yeah. There's some good fashion. I, I do like the, once you get past the, okay, it's, it's just not as nice out and the days are getting darker and you get into that sort of transitional winter time. I, I do love a good sort of cold, you know, little, little snow flurries, maybe even like that, that part of that sort of transitioning into winter time of fall. Oh, sure. I've, I've grown to like that. I mean, overall, I'm one of those, and I, I think you might be too. I'm one of those Northeastern types who just likes seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just big, like things big, changing. Big fan of seasons. And I will say as a runner, that's like perhaps the best time of year to run until it gets so like leafy that it gets slippery and stuff like on Which the trails. Fall. Fall. Yeah. Um, but like cold, crisp, like ground a little bit hard. Uh, you're not 
so it's not so muggy like yeah that it's a good it's a good running season oh yeah no no peak running season coming up about to do some big runs train for some some distances it's pretty exciting i have mm-hmm. i think a lot of our listeners are in the same boat yep yep well i know we got a lot to get to today i mean we've had yeah. a phenomenal run of of, of special guest <laughs> appearances we've um, got a lot to get to which is why i'm glad we spent so much time ranking our favorite seasons <laughs> <laughs> but yes. yeah yeah and talking about uh we've gone further north in in terms of geography that we've referenced than ever wow. before we, we we made it to canada at last yeah here we are yeah um well should we where do you want to go from here well i think we have some mailbag right we do we do indeed mailbags always um always exciting it's become my favorite part of the show we got we got a mailbag entry from um in reaction to our last episode oh okay right and um Hold on, I gotta. I think I I gotta find this one. I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not as prepared as I could be. But um, a, a listener wrote in in response to uh, our special guest last week, Susie, asking, "Is there some sort of anti-chafe salve she could put on mm. her her thighs? Right? Because she she tried running in a bathing suit, and um, and it wasn't good. <laughs> and so yeah, we had a listener who wrote in to suggest squirrels nut butter, all natural anti-chafe salve." And then along along with the picture of the salve, she also uh, put in a request more more songs of the week from Susie, please. So a double a double hitter. Well, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we could do a quick impromptu gear shed. I, I pulled I pulled my own squirrel's nut butter out of the 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 shed the other day um, for the presidential traverse, and it was the best performing anti chafe salve that I've I've used. Where did you put your salve? Um, do we, do we, do we really want to do we no, go there? I'm, re- I'm retracting the question. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was going to go you down You could that probably road. guess. Yeah, there we go. I don't want to have to bleep things in editing. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't, sick. I don't know if it would be very informative, but in the, in the most important places. Um, okay. That's why this didn't come up when Susie was asking about self. Right. This is why she, she seemed to want I, I mean and you had provided a recommendation for some uh tracksmith uh shorts which might also be a good option yeah that ought to do it but, so yeah. but but yeah so either shorts or squirrels nut butter great well okay that's that's great and yeah i i second that request for more songs away from Susie because i love um i loved her recommendations uh particularly my favorite one was cleopatra by the nova twins mm-hmm. which i think I been- that one that one was a big hit. I've been singing that since last week. So I yeah, am. that one, that one comes in from, from time to time, uh, in my head. I, I, yep. um, yeah. And I was right there with her on the wet leg, uh, suggestion. I've been running to that. Huh. I'd say I, I first heard wet leg running. Um, so it's been a, it's, it's, it's run for me for, for quite some time. And that song in particular. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And, and Judas Priest, always a classic choice. Yeah. Just classic. Um, uh, very good. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a big metalhead, but I, I sure love Judas Priest. <laughs> I, I added all three to a playlist that I, I don't, I'm trying to decide. I don't really have a strategy for music listening for the race, but I have a playlist sort of ready to go for, I think, I think it'll be like, a, I'll use it a little bit, not the whole time. Um, so anyway, all three are on there. Awesome. Um, okay. Do we, so do, Anything else in the mailbag? There's got to be. Uh, we got some mailbag, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, real quick, I, got, I have a, just an outbound mailbag. Um, 
I have a question for our listener in Belgium, um, which is, are you a robot? Ah, okay. And I guess... <laughs> and we'll see the if they answer. Yes, we might not get a response. Yes. If they um, answer in binary, we'll know. Robot. Uh, our, our Belgian listening audience is surprisingly consistent. We get one listen from Belgium each week. Very consistent listener. We've, we've sort of prompted our beloved dear listener in Belgium several times, but but no no uh, correspondence just yet. So I'm I'm hoping maybe this prompts uh, some inbound mailbag. Yeah, and, and, I guess and if not, we'll know it's we'll we'll know they're just a robot, and that that's okay too. And yeah, that's fine. Um, we have nothing against robots, I don't think. I mean, uh, no, yeah, nothing nothing, nothing for them. <laughs> no, I'm no. neutral. Um, um, but I guess we should let them know the best. You know, how do they how do they write in? They might not know how to write into the mailbag. So the best way to write into the mailbag is to send us. Uh, a, a direct message on Instagram. Yep. It's at power motion picnic hour. Um, yeah. Direct message has become popular. You can also uh, leave a comment on any of our posts. Yeah, exactly. We prefer actually a comment. We haven't mentioned this in a while, but we prefer co un comments that are unrelated to the pictures that we post. Prompts some good community engagement from, from yeah. um, the listeners uh, who typically have more to add to, to the subjects we cover than, than we do ourselves. So, um, so um, yeah, that's a quick one. I've got, uh, see, I've actually got two more. Oh, wow. um, maybe I'll hold one for a little bit. So I did hear from a listener who said that he listens to Power Motion Picnic Hour exclusively on runs, um, finds it's the best way to take in the pod and has been tempted to, to to listen outside of running, um, but has not done so. So a very disciplined listener who who um, promotes listening during running. Wow. Well, that's cool. Um, and the second part of that letter was, I think we've addressed it a little bit, but maybe not on pod, is uh, the listener asked, when is the community mile? Ah. Um, September 12th. Uh, will there be a remote option? Yes. yes. And and a request, um, can we add a skipping category? Definitely. That's it's ambulation. That's um, yeah. That's ambulation and, if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not sure if if he's going to compete in the skipping division, but um but to answer the question, yes, it is an option. We we welcome any and all forms of of uh ambulation and ambulation adjacent motion yeah any any way that'll that'll get you a mile down the road mm -hmm. um that that doesn't involve like a, a car <laughs> yeah <laughs> or yeah. something uh any any you know any any smaller form of motion down the road skipping yeah, moseying yeah human powered uh movement oh, I like um, that. that's that's a good term yeah yeah so so sorry belgian robot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> we're not interested in your uh, in your you know one minute nine second mile time. Uh, I think we've been deciding like a little bit how to how to sort of come up with with rankings and will there be gender categorization or not? Uh, will there be a robot category? I, yeah, I don't I don't really know. I guess it all depends on on who shows up. But um, we're, as a we're, reminder, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll say we're also we're partially measuring results based on enjoyment and um can a robot enjoy a run mm, it's a very existential 
uh, question. I think, um, I think it could lead us on a on a tangent, but I'm going to say no. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I, uh, yeah, this is as close to Blade Runner as we've ever gotten. Not, not, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet, not, not yet. In a few years, but uh, In a certainly few years. not yet. Yeah, close, but that so that's big news. We've mentioned that a few times on our Instagram, but live on Pod, I don't think we've made an official announcement of the time, date, place, rules, and robot exclusion of the uh, Community Mile, which is that's right. Which is as you said, September twelfth, um, seven p.m. 7 p.m. The live editions um, at the, the John Lindsay track uh, by the East River in mm-hmm. Man- Manhattan, but a virtual option exists everywhere else on the entire planet. Everywhere else. Um, there will be Bobos for some of the participants. Mm-hmm. Um, the times will need to be self-reported through any, you just send them to the mailbag. Um We'll probably like write write them down on a piece of paper or something for for those who participate live in New York. But uh, we'll take any times where we're, we're going to need them to be self reported. So you might need some help with that, Dave. Um, given you don't have tracking run tracking tech. Um, Do you mean for the live version? Uh, well, how are we going to get your time without? I guess I, I guess was, we can have a timer. That the goal is to enlist someone to be there live, um, timing everyone. And it'll be okay. less exact than a watch, but it'll be more fun, more enjoyable. Okay. So um, okay. And it'll be it'll be close enough. Um, We're very open. I mean, it's 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 a fluid race. It's format, and um, there's a so we we did have a a, a sort of a our first um, our, our first sort of dialogue with Ultra Sign Up, um, where we we might plan to to um, to host or to uh the, we'll use their platform for future races we didn't quite we were a little bit too late to get up on ultra sign up that we did have a very lovely uh back and forth with with a, a member of their team um who's very happy to support future races um but for, as our, for our first race we are now on uh, run sign up um just run sign up you can google it or i think we provided a link in uh instagram in our bio, perhaps um, any any issues finding it, just reach out to Mailbag. Yeah, and there's a Mailbag Facebook support. There's a Facebook event for the the Community Mile. If if for Ooh. anybody who, if anybody still uses Facebook, I don't have, I have no idea. I guess we're about to find out. Um, you can RSVP there and get some information. Yep, and we're hoping if if things align, uh, the, the stars perhaps. Um, we're hoping to get an answer. To the question of whether Tom Bosworth can run faster than his world record uh, benchmark uh, for the community mile time of five thirty one oh eight. One of the all time uh, great mailbag questions: Can Tom yeah. Bosworth run a mile faster than he can walk a mile? And we'll see. We're we're hoping Tom might participate. Um, we'll have some updates on that. I'd say as soon as as next week, and then we'll see what happens on the twelfth. That's but, exciting. Uh, very excited about about the community mile. Um, Let the countdown begin. Yeah, <laughs> you know <laughs> just... the the, the, re- the rest of the running world is talking about um, UTMB right now. At least the trail running world, the uh, the ultra trail Mont Blanc, the sure the the uh, the World Cup of 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 trail running of ultra of ultra running. Um, is New York coming up too? 
NYC New York, Marathon. New York Marathon. It's yeah. in November. Um, it's it's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, a lot of people are excited about about that. I'm excited about the Richmond Marathon. Um, yep, yep. <laughs> which is what I'm probably. I haven't signed up yet, but what I'm probably running in mid November. I've done. I've got a couple twelve mile runs under my under my belt now. So that's great. You know, I, I found out um, recently from a from a a, a peer podcast that um, the Leadville 100 race, which just happened, it, mm-hmm. it's like one of the highest elevation, at least in the US, like it's like, it's like crazy how much of it is above 10,000 feet. But um, one of the aid stations is like so remote that they actually use llamas to get the uh, supplies up there. So like when runners come through, they like get to hang with the llamas for a bit. That sounds pretty great. That sounds like a great uh, run. Probably too late to incorporate in this year's TCM, but maybe maybe in future years. Probably um, llamas, bringing llamas to the community mile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe next year we'll do it in Central Park and we can run by the Central Park Zoo. Ooh, yeah. That'd and then, be the, fun. then we'll just wave at the llamas. Or those gigantic horses. So, yeah. Some, sometimes moseying about the park. Yeah, I was doing uh, the 12-mile run I did a couple of weeks ago in Central Park. At some point, I think I mentioned on pod that I ran it pretty slow and at some point caught up to one of those carriage rides. And so was in a, in a moment of just where I was just smelled like horse manure, <laughs> and I was about, you know, nine miles into a run. Uh, and so at that point decided to do a little mid run kick, nice. <laughs> speed nice. things up a little bit, get, uh, get, by, get by those horses. Um, <laughs> It's such a, it's, you know, that's all, that's all tourists, right? It's, that's such a funny thing, like, to see as a tourist, as you just sit there and you're a horse and carriage ride, like, <laughs> like, like Cinderella with nowhere to go, just like pacing a, a, a local runner. Um, <laughs> it's annoy, annoying the hell out of a local runner. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was good, good motivation. Saved a few, shaved a few seconds off the old time with that one. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I, I sometimes actually even on the run I did just just before this podcast, I, I, I had a I had a moment where I was about to break into uh, into a race walk or even or even a mosey and like and like there were people ahead and I'm like ah, I can't <laughs> I can't, can't be seen yeah can't be seen transitioning to walk here like no no for, for do... no apparent reason <laughs> yeah I have to do that in the shadows yeah <laughs> I, yeah I know I. I there, there's a lot of pressure I find from the from the crowd uh, while running a race. We were it's one thing that came up last week a little bit was talking to to Susie about like the the, uh, the exhilaration of of playing sports in front of such a large audience. And I was yeah, saying yeah. I was saying I was looking forward to the New York Marathon hopefully being like that because the Providence Marathon wasn't like that. But I also don't know how. I'm too, I'm such a ham that I always like, I end up like playing it up for the crowd whenever I see yeah. a crowd. So I don't know what I would do for a nonstop crowd for 26.2 miles. I don't know if I could survive that. <laughs> I might need like a more, a more serene kind of, maybe I have to just for my own personal survival, get into trail races. <laughs> yeah. 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 It'll allow you to, 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 uh, with what will happen to your running without external stimuli, like, you know, of, of the type you're used to anyway. So, um, well, yeah, my, my training runs are, you know, through the park by the river, 
pretty, yeah. me- pretty mellow and then all of a sudden there's just like a, a, a cheering screaming crowd full of cowbells and i'm doing cartwheels down, down flatbush avenue or, or wherever it goes yeah yeah i guess that you, i mean you're always responding to your environment whatever that is but in your case, in your case you you like <laughs> You're, 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 you're very much a people person. You, you thrive off the, off the energy. Yeah. Um, I would run a mind blowingly fast, like first 11 miles and then, and then collapse. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I, I, so I did have an idea. I figured okay. I'd throw throw it out to you on pod. Um, I like that. You know, we, we've had just a surge in, in popularity, um, of our popular running podcast, but how do we get broader reach? I was wondering like what it might look like to purchase like a bus stop ad in some random city and and would inherently end up in some like strange small market because that's all we could afford mm-hmm. we'd probably need somebody to, to to take a picture to just validate that it's actually there but i don't know like i, I can see us i don't know what, what would that cost 50 bucks for a week in des moines at some random bus stop well, it might have to be smaller than Des Moines, but I love the idea. It might have to be. It might have to be Dubuque, Iowa. Any, do they have bus stops? Any of our listeners who are familiar with the advertising space might uh, might help us there. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that was that was just a random idea. And then, just I guess for the listener, I was wondering because Susie brought this up too, as you know, maybe one of the reasons for our popularity is runners just love you know content and we heard that from popular runner jim pergolese uh you know when you're out there for he's running like is he running 24 plus hours he, he must be for some of this stuff he will be for his 140 mile race and i yeah. think he he was over 24 hours for his first 100 mile race he then for his first 100 his next one he got under there he got to 23 and a half i think okay yeah and factor in a dirt nap here and there yeah um you know you're easily getting up anyway you need you need content and um anyway so i thought like a side project could be just just reading really long books like in a not very polished way as a, for us yeah i like that idea do we alternate <laughs> like, like i'm thinking like livy's like history of rome which was like i don't know i think like 70 of the books or the volumes are lost uh uh lost to time but like do we each read a page or like we alternate page by page i don't know i don't know it's not a very it's not a very fleshed out idea well Um, we'll give it a shot yeah maybe we'll do it as a special episode on our patreon uh for our patreon listeners yeah for our patreon listeners here's us just reading a few few paragraphs out of out of livy yeah um here's here's david trevor reading johnny tremaine (laughs) <laughs> that feels like the right book yeah yeah so anyway i just thought like you know because it's hard to come up with a lot of good original content if you if you just read a book um you know that's, and see what see what happens like that that's that's something there's so much good stuff in there already yeah yeah the hard work's already been done yeah we're gonna we're gonna next week we're just gonna get on here and, and read the aeneid <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. How many, how many of you have read that out there? Right, L- listeners, right. be honest. Who's read? Yeah, who's read, come on. You, you haven't read Virgil recently. No, no, yeah. you'd, but you would, you would yeah. listen. You would I'm listen at, on one of your ungodly long runs. Yeah. In between dirt naps. Yeah. <laughs> in between dirt naps, just squeeze in a few thousand pages of Virgil. 
Yeah, if you if you do end up, you know, dirt napping during, that's quite all right too. Yeah, um, I, I get it. Yeah, it's okay <laughs> for, for someone with just a a slight to slight to no interest in Virgil. I uh, I can identify with going to sleep while yeah. someone's softly yeah. reading it. I guess that's another it's another uh, another application of this pod podcast. Um, uh, you know, it's good to facilitate sleep. Um, what, what a wild wild ride it's been. <laughs> it's yeah. yet, yet another side project. Yeah, look um, at us now, as we as, <laughs> as we said earlier in this podcast. Yeah, but it it, it I guess I don't know. I anyway, yeah, we can move on. Okay, well, we don't have that much time <laughs> left, so we have to run on, uh, move on, run on. Okay, um, run on, run on. We have to yeah. run, run on, listeners. Run on wherever your heart takes you. Look, um, at, look at us now, running on. <laughs> So I, I had prepared, I don't know. Do you have anything? We've only got a short time time left. So I have, I have nothing. So no, you could you could take it. All right. So we had we had dodged um doing shoes and gear shed because because it's a very personal thing, but I, I came up with sort of like a Goldilocks style shoe review. Um because I had a few months back, I ended up with Solomon Ultra Glide twos, but I had purchased from um, possible sponsor running warehouse, uh, like six pairs and returned five of them. Um, so I'll just, I'll just quickly hit the, the, the Solomon Glide Max TRs. Uh, the upper feels too weird. It like folds uh -huh. in an odd way. Uh, Saucony Exodus Ultra 2s were a little bit too stiff. Okay. Uh, North Face Enduris, thin forefoot. Hoka Challenger 7, a bit too much stack. And then I ended up with Salmon Ultra Glide 2, just right. Awesome. That sounds like a great shoe. Uh, <laughs> well, thank like, you. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Goldilocks uh, approach is good, right? You don't want you don't want to have to Vaseline your feet like you're a, a roller skater. <laughs> like a roller skate. Leather roller skates, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, They've been all right so far. Good. Okay, and you're, those are the ones you're going to take out on the race, which is coming up. When I think so. Yeah, they've they've got about I don't know 70, 80 miles on them. I did the Prezi in them to sort of test run a longer distance. They're they're feeling good. Good grip. I like them uphill. Um, could use maybe a little more stack if I had to like the to, to create the perfect shoe, but I think they're going to run. Well, we're going to have to leave it there. I think so. Until next time, onward. Special guest, Johnny Tremaine. This is the power.